0: Hi everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part one of the Physical to Focus series, you learned how to create depth of field blurring in an action 3D composite that consisted of 3D objects. So, if you were building your compositions within Flame's 3D environment, the controls are really easy and quick to use. In part two of this series, you'll examine another scenario. Where you could have been provided with CG render passes from a 3D application… And you need to add Depth of Field Blurring. In this situation, we'll discuss two potential workflows. You can follow along with this video… By downloading the media and setups. And as always, the link is available in the YouTube description… Or use the link displayed on screen. So the first workflow is incredibly straightforward. You've been provided with a set of 16-bit EXR Render Passes to composite together. There is a beauty pass with a matte pass… A Z-depth pass… And a background. To composite these passes together in a node flow graph… Go to the Batch node bin… And drag out a Comp node. Connect the beauty pass into the red front input. Connect the background pass into the green BACK input… And connect the matte into the first blue matte input. When you look at the result of the COMP node… The spaceships are sitting on top of the background. Now very importantly… These render passes have been rendered with pre-multiplied alpha. So set the inputs to pre-multiplied to avoid any edge issues. Now to add depth of field blurring to the spaceships… Physical focus needs to be added before the compositing process takes place. So switch back to Batch… Switch to the Matchbox tab in the Batch node bin… And locate Physical focus. Drag it out… And insert the node into the red front connection… Holding the SHIFT keyboard shortcut. Next, reroute the mat through the blue mat input and output of the node… And finally, connect the Z-Depth Channel into the Z-Depth Input of Physical Focus. As a tip, if you're ever unsure what inputs a Matchbox node accepts… Just go to its shader menu and you can read the input configuration. Now look at the result of the selected Physical Focus node. The first step in adding depth of field blurring to a CG render pass… Is to understand the depth of the 3D scene. Change the viewport to look at the input Z-depth channel. This is connected to input 2. So this Z-depth pass looks like a solid white frame… Because the 3D camera's near and far values… Which I refer to as the depth range… Have been rendered using absolute values. This CG was made in Maya and rendered with Arnold… But this is quite a common output with 3D applications. If you call up the colour sampler… And move around the frame… You can see there are quite a few values within the frame. Now Physical to focus requires you to use a normalized Z-depth channel… Where the camera's near and far values fall between 0 and 1. So the values need to be remapped. In order to do this correctly… It is incredibly handy to have the original 3D camera information available. So I already know that this scene has a far value of 14,000. However, if you don't have the original 3D camera information… You can use the colour sampler to work out the highest value. In this case, it's 14,000 as expected. So now you are aware of your camera's depth range. You can close the Colour Sampler and return to the result view. In the Controls menu, set the viewing to Depth. Now looking at the Z-depth in this way… You'll be able to see what Physical Defocus is using when blurring by Pixel Depth. So to adjust the Z-depth data… Enable the Custom Near and Far option. Now set the Normalization to Near Far. This will normalize the Z-Depth between 0 and 1… Using the default Near and Far values. Now unless your original 3D camera was set to these values… The normalized Z-Depth data will be wrong. You must use the correct Near and Far values… To accurately represent the depth range of the scene. If you're unsure of these values or don't have the correct camera information… You can manually adjust the near and far values… And compare the results when adjusting Physical Defocuses output. You can also toggle to the MIN-MAX setting… Which will automatically set the optimum black and white values… And this can help with trying to find the correct near and far values. So it's possible to work out the correct values for the depth channel… If you have to eye-match the output. Since we do know the values in this case… Using the Near Far setting… And setting the far value to 14000… Will accurately map all the camera depth between 0 and 1. This is what you are now looking at in the current view. Please do not use a colour correction tool to remap a Z-depth channel… As it will give you inaccurate results. As a tip… If you just wanted to remap a Z depth render pass without using the physical to focus node, you can use a node called Depth Normalizer, which just contains these specific tools. Coming back to physical to focus, now that you know your camera's depth, you can switch the viewing back to the result. Using the default focus model and focus distance, you can set your focal plane using the depth position icon. From this point, you can set a focus range… As well as adjust the near and far settings to control the depth of field blurring. And matching what was shown in the previous video… You can look at the Slices view… And define the number of slices to control the refinement of the defocusing. These settings can all be set to taste. Switching to the Highlights menu… You can adjust the Gain of the Bokeh within the Blur. I'll set mine to 5 to emphasise the effect. And finally, within the Bokeh menu… You can use the procedurally generated Bokeh with its controls… Or you can use a custom kernel which will be shown in a future video. Now currently, all the processing is only being applied to the beauty pass. To composite this correctly in your pipeline… You need to affect the matte as well. So go to the rendering menu… And enable the matte to be processed. It's off by default for performance reasons. Now if you toggle the outputs with F4… You can see the blurred render pass with its corresponding matte. Go back to Batch… And go into the Comp node to see the final composite. So Physical Defocus works great with CG Render Passes. As a tip, it is possible to set this view as a context… And work in Physical Defocus… If you are matching up a whole range of elements in a composite. But hopefully, you've seen how easy it is… To apply Depth of Field Blurring with Physical Defocus. Now the second workflow also involves CG Render Passes. But this time… The objects in the 3D scene were broken into separate layers… Which were rendered as separate render passes. This is done to have even more control over various elements… When doing post work on CG. So you would combine all these elements together… To recreate the beauty pass. Now you can combine one element at a time… Using multiple comp nodes in the Batch Flow Graph. However, a faster way is to combine them all at once using Action. So in this setup, I have already connected the background… And for each rendered element… There is one media input for the beauty and matte… And another media input for that element's Z-depth. When you look at the Action result for the first time… Things will not look correct… As Action has created separate image objects for your Z-depth channels. So switch to the Action Schematic… And delete all the Z-Depth image objects. Next, you'll assign the Z-Depth channels to their corresponding beauty elements. For example, select the Z-Depth for the ground geometry in the Media List. Select the corresponding image object in the Action Schematic… And assign the selected Z-depth map using the CONTEXT menu. Go ahead and repeat the same steps for each image object. This process highlights the importance of maintaining strict naming standards… As you work through your pipeline. Now at this point… You have to choose what will control the Z-Depth normalization. Select one of the Z-Depth maps and go to its controls. You can perform normalization within the Physical Defocus shader as you have seen… But Action is also capable of performing normalization of absolute values. So which one do you choose? Well if you're intending on using Physical Defocus and nothing else… You can leave the MAPS input type at NORMALIZE… And set the normalization in the Physical Defocus controls. However, in order to allow Action to reuse the Z-depth data for Physical Defocus… As well as other shaders using 3D depth data… I suggest letting Action control the normalization… And not the Physical Defocus shader. So switch the input type to ABSOLUTE… And enable displace Vertices. This ensures that Action's pipeline is aware of the 3D information of the Z-Depth pass. Repeat these steps for each of the Z-Depth maps. You may also want to go through the settings of each surface object… And switch them to pre-multiplied if required. Finally, if you look at the result viewport, the layered CG passes could be out of order. If they are, switch to a 2 up view and display the manager with the 8 keyboard shortcut. Drag the surface objects and rearrange the foreground elements to the top, going all the way down to the background elements. Now, this may seem like quite a few preparation steps. However, all the elements have already been combined… And you can also rearrange them… Without completely redoing flow graphs or node trees… And everything is done within the one compositing environment. Now since this video is all about Physical Defocus and Depth of Field Blurring… With all these individual Z-Depth channels… How is Action managing the camera depth of the 3D scene? To answer this… You would first select your Result Viewport. Next, switch to the Output menu… And locate the Z-Depth output of Action. When you select the Render Pass… You will see that Action has done all the necessary calculations… To recombine all the individual Z-Depth channels into a single one. If you were to mute any of the image objects in the composite… You will see how it is removed from the Action Z-Depth output. Ensure the Result Viewport is selected… And reselect the COMP Render Pass. Now one of the remaining steps of setting up Physical to Focus… Is to define the near and far values of the Z-depth pass. Similar to the first workflow… It helps to know the camera information from the original 3D application… Otherwise, it's a bit of a guess. The other point to mention is if you were doing the normalization with physical to focus you would set the near and far values in that tool however since this example is using action to perform the normalization the near and far values must be set in the action camera and not in the physical to focus shader i'll reiterate that you have to choose the correct options depending on your choice and you cannot combine the near and far values from both the action camera and physical to focus. So select the default camera and set the far value to 14,000, which is specific to this CG example. Now you can use the action schematic or the manager to add a physical to focus to the default camera with the context menu. As a reminder, by applying Physical DeFocus to the Action Camera… Depth of Field Blurring is added to the entire result using the combined Action Z-Depth… Which you saw earlier. Next, go to the Focus menu… And as before with the default settings… Choose a Focus Plane with the icon… And adjust the Near and Far values to control the defocusing. If you switch to the Slicing menu, you can play around with the slicing and blending... to refine the depth of field blurring. Note that you are not touching the normalization tools in this workflow. It's all handled by Action and the Action 3D Camera settings. Finally, set up the Bokeh to give you the desired outcome. One final point that you may notice… Is that even the background is affected by Physical DeFocus. If that's your intention, then perfect. But if you don't want the background affected by Physical DeFocus… Go to the Rendering menu… And turn on Matte Output Rendering. So these are the two workflows that you can use with CG Render pass Compositing… But I'm sure you'll come up with your own as well. In the upcoming video, we'll take a look at how you can use physical to focus with live-action footage… And we'll use a bit of machine learning to make it work. Don't forget to check out the other features, workflows and enhancements to Flame 2021. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos… And thanks for watching.